the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Let's talk a little real estate. The American dream. Having income, having someone else pay your mortgage. And it's kind of interesting because I bought a place in Raleigh, North Carolina many, many, many years ago. My my logic was it's mid-sized and it's cheap and it's near colleges and I've always liked anything near colleges. So I think I paid 156 for the place and then the housing recession hit. Almost did the day that I bought it and down, 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 down. It goes to 140, 135, 130. I'm like, well, I timed that one poorly. And then I looked at it the other day, and I've had a renter in it for 15 years, paying my mortgage. There's been a couple problems, air conditioning blowing up. I think there was a a tornado that was made out of cow turds that hit the area. Oh, no, no, that's just North Carolina. Um, it just That's how it smells always. But anyway, I looked at it. It's up to like 190 now. And for years and years and years, I was like, there's going to be no appreciation. I don't care. If I could just get it back to where it was and someone was paying my mortgage, I, I'm okay with it. I started justifying it off as maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe I'll never get appreciation. I'll just get someone paying the equity. And that was kind of attractive. Um, so would I buy real estate today? That's always going to be another question. I probably would. Um, I, I, is Raleigh still Raleigh? Is $190,000 for a home expensive? No. Get nice scrambling and get that kind of money, by, you know, by breakfast usually. So I cough money out like a, a cat coughs hairballs out. You know, if you want some, just give me a couple of minutes and I'll, I'll work it through the system. It's Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning. You went with me to North Carolina when I bought that house. I did. Um, and it, it's, it's turned out okay. With that said, it's, it's pretty much so turnkey because uh, property management does it and yeah. collects the money and... Every now and then there's a mistake, like the air conditioner, you know, has a problem and they sent a repairman out. He said $5,000 and they said, I said, send a second repairman out. And he said $300. I said, I'll do the $300 one. <laughs> there's definitely a lot of things you can learn over, you know, 13, 14, 15 years of owning a, a property. And, and then you buy more and you do it different. Um, then you do it different and maybe you shave off some of the, um, you know, properties you don't like. And, and I think that's how, uh, you know, a lifetime Real estate investor, you know, kind of works themselves towards retirement and having a good portfolio, um, but it's it's done well for you. And um, you, you see places like Raleigh, North Carolina, you know, Research Triangle, and then the other places in South Carolina, Virginia Beach. There's the East Coast is seeing a, a very interesting phenomenon with um, millennials moving to smaller cities. So I think that's one of the reasons you're seeing that. And then you have a college town. They're like, oh, I can move to D.C. where the median price is five fifty, or I can stay here in Raleigh and get a decent job because companies are moving here and buy a $150,000, $200,000 house and be happy. Um, so would you buy real estate today? You can look at real estate that way. 
and say, where are people moving? Um, Las Vegas, for example, just took over. Not saying Las Vegas is where I would go first, but they just took over Seattle as the number one price growth year over year in the United States. Right. Um, Seattle's getting drained out. And then you go, okay, well, there's a lot more affordable housing in Las Vegas. People are moving there. Companies are moving there. Um, there's a big list uh, I, I I could find. And freeze. But, freeze. Freeze. You're rambling. You're rambling. Rambling. I feel like that airplane movie. I want to throw a glass of water on you, but then it turns out to be a glass of hot coffee, and that's not good. Um, yes, the Seattle, L.A., uh, Vegas thing. I, I saw that story earlier this week, and housing looks awful, Tony, on a lot of levels, on momentum of up price appreciation, supply and demand. It's it's a it's a disaster. Um, new homes being built, new contracts, it, it, but yet... Prices continue to go up because people are buying with cash and there's just not enough inventory. So it's interesting, but the signs are there that housing should have a problem. And in the next 15 months, we expect interest rates to go up six times. And if you think your mortgage, you think your adjustable mortgage is expensive now, it's, it's about to go up and be readjusted. And your equity lines. Yeah. Everything. I have a home equity line and I'm not, I'm not unhappy about it. I'm like, come on, economy, cool down, cool down. Let the fed kind of do nothing for a little bit. So I don't have to pay an extra 14 bucks or 40 bucks a month. Uh, but it does, it starts to add up for the average American for sure. But um, there's some writing on the wall that the housing co- should be cooling when you see Seattle dominant. I had a hashtag me too moment this week on TV and we we're doing a little real estate talk and we talked on TV a little bit about how Seattle's kind of cooling off. Um, do you know how many people work in Amazon that live in Seattle? It's like, it's a city. It's almost the the city of Seattle is almost the campus of Amazon. Um, and you could say the same thing about Cupertino. You could say the same thing with Apple. Uh, it, it's, it's dense. And what's interesting is all these stocks are at all time high. So if I were single and let's say I was a money grabber, because guys can be money grabbers. Um, if I was single and a money grabber, I might, I might move to Cupertino. <laughs> I might find myself a, a nice secretary. Yeah, a little options. bit of difference that down in, in in the South Bay we have a lot more little Amazons than just one big Amazon. Yeah. And I think I think that um you know, we like the diversity. Yeah, there's a lot of people crisscrossing and that's why we have you know, traffic kind of stinks, but I think people are figuring out and um mass transit isn't the best, but I get your idea, but you know the places like Amazon, they're looking for a second headquarters. It, it could be anywhere in the East Coast, probably is where it end up, and that's it's, what we're seeing. Is and when they s- pick a second headquarters, real estate prices are going to go up. Oh yeah, and I mean, if you if you were a gambling man, you could put you know hundred thousand dollars into each one of these cities, and you'll hit a home run on one of them. Right. And what a lot of people do, uh, what companies do right now is they're looking for educated workforces that may not want premium dollars. So in San Francisco, you have to have premium dollars. Otherwise, people march in the street. You have to pay $15 an hour, livable wage. I'm a bus driver. Um, so Amazon's like, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this. They're, they're looking for smaller, cheaper cities. So even like th- cities like Charlottesville have a big future ahead of themselves, where you think of Charlottesville as, as Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where the University of Virginia is. Um, it's a college town. It's got educated people, which companies want. Workforce right there. Hey, you just graduated. Why don't you stick around and enjoy your college years a little bit longer and work for us? So it's the South. The South shall rise again. Um, but wow, think about that real estate that I have back in the East Coast of North Carolina. It's uh, the amount of appreciation that I've gotten in 15 years is less than 
one year in the Bay Area. So for a lot of homes. So that's how leveraged you are, ladies and gentlemen. Well, a lot of people um, look at a real estate philosophy in that way where they say, okay, I can afford this now. I can afford this now. I can afford this now. And, you know, that's how people build their real estate portfolio is they, they start where they can afford it and then they, they get more. They, they get one every year or every two years. Uh, you know, in the same way you can say that a property in North Carolina only appreciates you know, over 15 years the same amount that one property here in San Francisco uh, Bay Area appreciates in one year, you can say the same thing about the income. So a lot of people here can't afford a property here, but they can afford property elsewhere and they can start building their portfolio that way. We're seeing a lot more of that. A lot of people are buying properties in cities that they lived in or they have family in, so it's easy to manage or they're more comfortable buying it there. They, you know, just a touch feel kind of aspect of it. So there's, there is a new kind of phase of real estate that's going through right now. And um, the higher end, um, mid to higher end is kind of draining out where the affordable range is, is really booming right now. Come meet Tony in Los Gatos at the Toll House Hotel later in September when we do a retirement income wealth preservation seminar with CFP Chad Burton. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Use code radio 25 or find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I once owned a home next to a lovely 60-year-old man who one day I stopped seeing him. And I'm like, I wonder what happened to him. Oh, and he was dead. You darn tootin'. Dead in a shower. He didn't have any relatives that I knew of, but something was wrong. Water kept running and running and running and running. And then it stopped running and he was dead. His heart attack. Neighbors are important. Neighbors are a big, big, sometimes success or failure of real estate, right? Controversy right now in Miami, Florida. Rapper Pitbull. His home has fallen into serious disarray. Rather than a handsome home situated in a well-to-do tropical neighborhood, passerbys are greeted by an unkempt yard, downed trees, a broken fence, and a house with a moldy exterior. I hate, I hate Pitbull. You know, you're saying, who do you hate more, Sarah Jessica Park or, or Pitbull? Trust me, there is so much hate in me, I can hate them both. Neighbors have had enough, and they're basically suing them. So can you imagine you live next to someone and their house going to disrepair? The guy right next to me right now, and I got to be careful because it's not that hard to find someone and kill them in this day and age. But um, the guy next to me, he's the kind of guy that if something were to happen, I'd be like, he was crazy. He was crazy. I, I think he, I saw him on his roof talking to aliens once. I knew he'd do it. I knew he was going to snap. Um, he's not the best for real estate values because how shall we say he's never cut a tree. He's never cut a branch. He's... Uh, doesn't do a lot of, of love and care to it. How would you feel, Tony Mendez, in real estate if you had uh, crazy neighbors or neighbors that pee in their front yard and uh, let things go? Steal my water and whatever. Yeah. I've got, um, one, I've got one neighbor who moved in, and but, he's got damaged wood. So like he's treated it for termites. He's never repainted it. And yeah. I've got a neighbor who has to look at their house, and I'm like, they hate each other because of... If you images own enough real estate for long enough, you're going to run into a, a lot of these type of things. It could be everything from a branch hanging over the yard. I have a house right now where the 
neighbor called my landlord, my management company, and said the trees are growing too high. You can't see. Um, you know, but I think that's actually a responsible neighbor. Um, but then you have the on the other side. You have people you never talk to. You don't know if they're holding parties. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I would. I think as a community, you have to get together. You have to know your community. Um, I I'm in a, what they call a PUD, and it's got an HOA. And I get the newsletters, and there's people that are responsible for what they do, including the investors that uh, rent out their properties. So um, you have to, unless you can touch and feel and get to that property as often as possible and get to know the neighbors, um, get a property management company and try to be as professional as possible. Treat them like a business. I think that's where people fail is they think that just getting in real estate makes is going to make them wealthy over a long period of time, but they don't treat it like a business. And then they watch TLC. Yeah. And they've seen three episodes of how to you know, make tons of money in real estate. And that's been they, a really they, tough thing to watch is, is that fantasy. that kind of theme and the, the United States right now where, where you have so many of these renovation shows that have basically said you can do it yourself. And it's be, and and it it's caused a lot of trouble for some people. I'm yeah. not saying it's the new subprime loan that's out there, but it, it's given people a little bit of false confidence in a way. I would say, and I don't know if this is fair, I would say the the people that want to hit the biggest home runs that, you know, have asked me for ridiculous things can be very uneducated in real estate. And they just want to do it because they hear Donald Trump did it. Pitbull. Pitbull's doing a money show right now. Not the money show, but he's doing a money show where he's getting on stage and motivating people to buy real estate by playing his music and dancing. And he can't even keep his own home straight. So I think uh, real estate has a lot of complications in it. I had a, a tenant, and I'm, I'm a pretty cool guy. I'm well off. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm well off. Uh, the air conditioner blew up. They, they called and said it's hot. And uh, next thing you know, you know, I got a guy out the next day. Then I got a second guy out the second day. Got the tenant because it was super hot, 100 plus degrees. Got the tenant, a portable air conditioning unit, $250 to set it up for as many days as needed. And uh, his electricity bill went up because he used the portable electricity mm-hmm. and uh, portable air conditioning. And he said, uh, can you pay? Can you pay for my, my utilities last month? And I said, no, I'll pay half, but you probably didn't need to run them all day long. So sure enough. So it wasn't easy. And it was, it was an unexpected expense. You can really run thin on a, if you're not well off, where you can say, okay, I, I can help you out here. And, and, and you're obviously, if you have 10 properties and you start running that, you're just, you're going to go broke if you keep. Well, also, and because I'm well off, I, I'm not stressed by a $5,000 air conditioner. I don't want to do a $5,000. It, it, it ultimately ended up being 300, but some people would, owning real estate would stress them out because they don't have that emergency well, fund. They, oh yeah. $5,000 air conditioner could wipe out most profits or all profits and go negative for most investors. I mean, we just worked with a client in Sacramento who was selling their property, turning it into a rental and buying a new one. But the only reason they were doing that is because they had a family member that was going to lease their property from that. They, you know, this was their first house. They were attached to it. They had some emotions and they were moving down the street to a better school district, but it's, but the family member backed out. So they backed out of the deal to, to buy the new house. Now it, I probably would have done the deal because I, I'm not, you know, I'm doing it for a business. I'm doing it to build a portfolio. Uh, but you think about it a little bit more. And, and I think maybe he made the right decision to say, I, I just don't trust it to someone else. And maybe real estate's not right for him. And he had that gut feeling. So I can't blame him for that. I, some people just aren't right for it. 
even though you have somebody like Pitbull saying, you got to do it. Tony Robbins, you got to do it. Kiyosaki, got to do it. This is how you build wealth. Some people but just. Pitbull makes money on the seminar. Right. He didn't make money in real estate. He made money taking your money, talking about real estate. Yeah. Same thing with Robbins, same yeah. thing with Kiyosaki. Ah, oh, man, if you can get me a, a loan with Kiyosaki, you give me a glove in a room, lock me up with Kiyosaki, I'm going to slap that guy. I was that close guy. to a spit take, bro. I'm going to slap that guy around the room. <laughs> Kill that would not be good. <laughs> anyway, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's talk a little online mortgages. Did we, did we cover the whole rental thing? Sure. I mean, it, well, I guess I'll throw in one more because I was going to bring it up and then I kind of got distracted with Kiyosaki. Um, I bought a second home and part of me was like, you know, if I rented out six to eight weeks of the year, there's eight weeks I can rent it out Christmas, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. It could pay for three quarters of my mortgage that whole year long. And, you know, I could enjoy it basically free for 40 other weeks of the year. Um, and then I'm like, no, no, I don't really want strangers. I, I don't mind friends and family, but I no, I don't really want strangers in my place. And no. Yeah, but there, was, I, there was the math to that. You had to run. Yeah. You had to know but I'm that saying emotionally, if, I got involved and I went in a different direction. In the worst case scenario, which you have to at least plan for, that was your contingency. And that was to rent it out to Airbnb it or turn it into a mostly vacation property that you rent out. And you had to run those numbers to make sure that it made sense to you. And in the times that it doesn't make sense, you go on vacation in it. Tony runs numbers for people. He's a mortgage guy. He's a mortgage cruncher. He helped me with the home equity line of credit. He helped me with a loan. It's pretty good. Um, does he do me some favors? He, did, he works hard for me. That's what he does. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Seminar coming up in Los Gatos. You can find out more at Rob Black's show. Use code Radio25. Radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Talking all things financial, money invested, and more. Saw Vidal Kosla yesterday saying, and I'm not hiding anything when I say this. Some people make me sick, and some people, they, they're, they're, just, they're too full of themselves. There's a school of business that they, they teach you, you get a mentor, and they teach you three things, and the last thing they teach you is never take yourself that seriously. Like, seriously, okay, yeah, you're kind of a big deal, you're the super executive vice president of the super executive vice president, but you know, pisses me off. He bought a house for $37 million near Beach. In California, and California's got a, a weird little law that all beaches are public beaches. I think it's something along those lines. Um, so he turns it instantly private, and the people in Santa Cruz area who had been going there for their whole entire lives, and their mommy's been going there their whole entire lives. It's a community that got settled by the Portuguese, and it's pretty entrenched. They they, they f- legally fought him, and Vinod Kosla said. Um, he will fight tooth and nail. He'll spend billions of dollars trying to make this a private beach. I'm like, at some point in time, just give it up, dude. You're a billionaire. And he, he ends his quote with a billionaire is a bad word in this country now. And that pains me. Oh my God, dude, get over yourself. Open up the beach. <clears throat> Hire a security guard. When you go down, do whatever you want. I mean, buy an Island. Say, say I made a mistake. I thought it was going to be all mine privately. And it didn't work out like that. 
There's private beaches you can buy. Go buy a private beach. Just at some point in time, don't be so full of yourself. Whoa. Are you with me against me? 53-acre hillside. Now, again, I've never bought a 53-acre hillside. I probably won't in my life as I'm starting to get later in years and looking at my checking account. Probably not going to be buying California beachfront property. But that's been a sticky wicket, Tony. And, you know, it's interesting because I wish I would never have bought this this place. <laughs> I think you also said he'll end up selling it at a loss, probably. I would. That would make me happy. It's all about principle. And, again... I find it interesting because we're talking a little bit. What I do is a lot of behavioral finance. Markets at all time high, seven out of ten years. Why are you in the market? Come on, markets not like. To me, there's something about real estate that's very behavioral. This guy is in a battle of principle over a beach. He's 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 old. He's not going to the beach. He's not hanging out with hotties. He's not hula hooping and eating Mountain Mike's pizza on the beach. We went through one of those changes in the real estate industry. Unfortunately, at a terrible loss during the recession. A lot of people went, oh, my goodness, what did we do? Um, people lost their whole retirements. People lost uh, the ability to buy houses for many, many years, um, lost their jobs, um, lost multiple houses. You even told me a story about somebody who was so stressed out of it, he died. Um, it's it's pretty tragic what happened. And, and I, I hope to think that we came out learning some lessons and we don't. We're, we we learn to change our behavior when it comes to real estate. And, and I'm glad to say that I've seen a really good change. Now I'm not Warren Buffett, who's gone through, you know, that World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea, presidents and and ups and downs in the stock market. And I haven't learned everything about real estate, but I'm happy to say that I've gone through the ups and downs and back to the ups. And we've seen the changes and we've seen a mentality change in the way people look at real estate. Um what what pains me is that the lenders haven't changed much. You still see that advertising. We we were just talking about a a an advertisement that came to a woman that there's something called a benefit to the benefit to borrower. So whenever you refinance, um, they're they're trying to prevent lenders from serial refinancing. Oh, the rate just dropped to a quarter percent. Please refinance when there's no benefit to the borrower in the long run. Are you testing their goals? Are you te- you know? In this case, it was a 15, you know change your 22 year loan into a 15 year loan. Uh, and your payment will go up and you'll pay your house in 15 years. And it turned out that in, in this case, if she just pretended she refinanced, made the higher payments, she actually would pay it off sooner than 15 years. So th- there's lenders haven't changed their practices, but we have, but That's still so be very funny. careful <clears throat> they, because they fit, yeah. if they, they're trying to work around the rules now and it's, it's actually slimier, it feels slimier than it was because we're now in this such a protective um, you know, the the government, as much as I hate saying it, is trying to protect you from people like the lenders out there and the scammers and a full disclosure. And in a, in a way, it has been working very well. But the lenders are trying to find ways to work around it. And it feels slimier. It feels dirtier. Now, one of the things I want to talk about, you showed me a new product. Freddie Mac has <laughs> yeah. a potential new product, which... It's immediately. It started immediately. Well, a lot of people don't realize mortgage is a product. You yeah. don't get a rate. You get a product yep. that has a rate attached to it. And inside that product, there may be kickbacks to you. There may be discounts on, on other options. There could be benefits for school teachers. A lot of people don't realize mortgages are products. And in this case, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, obviously country's two largest backers of apartment loans, um, they do a lot of volume, volume, volume. What's the new product all about? Yeah, so... every. Everybody's concerned about rent control. Um, Freddie Mac's initiative here is a product that's cheaper. You get a better rate. You get better pricing. 
But for an investment property, let's say you, you're, you want to go out and buy a two or three unit building, they'll give you a better price, but you can never raise the rent on the property. So it's very interesting. And um, again, this is a result of, um, you know, initiatives and people looking for affordable housing. At the same time, it's lenders are, are looking for volume. They're looking for another way to turn a buck and turn a transaction, um, kind of like those flyers that you get. They're they're going to pound you as much as they can. I, I don't know. I, I kind of like it in a way, but you'll never be able to raise your rent. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot of product out there is what I'm getting at. And that's one of the things you're able to do as a lender. You're able to look at the various, you take the credit score, and you can say, hey, I'm going to shop this around to, you know, 10 different banks and, and brokers, and you're able to shop that product so to be, speak to find the right product so yeah, you yeah. might fit their scenario. And it's not just the, the, the products, the people that are choosing the products. Um, again, I hate using this example again, but this woman who got the flyer for the 15-year loan, she was going to turn this property in, into a rental property at some point. I'm like, why don't you want a loan on a rental property? You get some write-offs. If you pay off the loan, you don't have the write-offs anymore. Well, I want the income. Well, you're going to pay more taxes on the income. Um, did they ask about all of your goals before they you know, promoted this product to you, by the way, at $18,000 cost? So... Um, are you picking the right product and instead you should, instead of your nitpicking, you know, small little nickel and dime on the rate and maybe some of the cost when you might be getting the wrong product. So that's the other part of the education that we've, we've lost and hopefully we're, we'll see more of that behavioral change um, and the lessons learned through the, the recession and, you know, the tragedy that we went through. I don't want to say it's a tragedy. It's, it was just economics, I suppose, and capitalism. See now you get cold calls on occasion. All the time. And yeah. right now it's all about, we have a health saving care plan that's just been introduced for you. I got a text the other day on my phone. Stay with me here. that has my spouse's name correctly spelled, and it's a tough spelling. And it goes, hi, blah, blah, blah. My name is Alex. I'm a local investor. Seeing if you would consider a cash offer for your home on blah, blah, blah Avenue. Thanks. The, oh, amount of, no. the amount of cuss words that came out of my mouth responding to this guy. <laughs> First and foremost, don't call me by the wrong name. I hate being called Ron. What do you think? Or Rod? What do you think I'm going to do if someone calls me a female name? I had a cold, cold call yesterday for Terry. This is what I'm getting California. Tony's brother's Terry. Um, and this, I go, why the F would you cold text me? And sure, I'm ready to sell the property. No response. <laughs> But I think they're trying to find old people. I, th- I think it's scams and say, you know, I'll give you cash for your house. Are you ready? And you get someone who doesn't realize, you know, you show up with a briefcase of a million dollars and a million dollars looks pretty good to some old people and they don't realize, woo, let's do it. <clears throat> I'd be very careful on cold, cold text. Yeah. And, 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 in the and real estate business. from the real estate side, it's, <clears throat> it's not just the text and the cold calls. It's, it's those flyers from even your lender. Um, Make sure you're doing the right thing. Just because it looks better than it should, uh, it doesn't mean it's the right product for you. We run numbers like this all the time. Sure. It's what we do. So back to products and everything. Um, The Rocket Mortgages and the... Who is it? JP Morgan. JP Morgan Chase. Um, Quicken? No, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley's got a, um, a huge app coming out. And they're trying to do everything in your financial world in an app. And to be geared towards millennials and Generation Z. They're not even thinking about people like me. Um, and they, they want the app because it's, it's the, easiest, the easiest way to do a product. Um, I love DocuSign. You know DocuSign, right? Mm-hmm. Love DocuSign. It's just an easier way to do anything. Um, 
Is, are you seeing a lot of that in your industry of getting a loan? It's all about making it easier. We're seeing a lot of demand to make it easier. A lot more online applications, a lot of, you know, ways to say, Oh, oh I, I want to skip you and go right to the, the lender. What do the lender need? Um, wait, my, my um, income is reported to the work number. Why, why do you need my paychecks? It's right there. Um, you can contact the, the IRS directly. You're going to do it anyways. Why do you need my tax returns? So a lot of people are, um, you know, demanding that that type of online applications. And fortunately, the lenders, and there are some top-notch lenders that have really in, um, embraced this and have made it a lot easier for us to do our job and communicate with the, you know, the general public, so to speak. So, yes, we are embracing it. It's still, we're still archaic in a way. I had a friend a couple of years ago say that one day you'll be able to buy a mortgage like you buy a stock. <clears throat> it's never really happened. It's more of a product than it is a commodity. Would you agree? It, it is. Um, and and the same people who are saying that we want demand, we still like the human touch, um, which is still which is funny is those same people. There's a large percent. It's over 50 percent are still buying home sight unseen. It's a large percentage here in the United States for, for the millennials. That is sight unseen. They're buying they're kind of like robotic manner. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can find me at Rob Black Show. I've got a big event coming up in Los Gatos in end of September. It's a Thursday night event, 630 to 830 Toll House Hotel. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I like talking real estate. Typically about an hour of the week, because I'm typically talking about the stock market economy, stocks like Apple, all-time high again, stock market all-time high, but I do like talking real estate. It's interesting because it's very, very personal for people, and it's, it's very, very behavioral. One of the things that comes with it is a lot of bad sales pitches, so be cautious. If you get people who are like saying, here's the American dream, or stock market's going to go to zero, just go, <clears throat> excuse me. You go, isn't the stock market at an all-time high? And yeah. And right now, real estate's moving higher than wages. And that's a problem because, in theory, you want buyers down the road. You kind of want a healthy market of people who can afford to buy your home because your home's only worth what you can sell it for. If it sits on the market for 5, 10, 15, 25, 25, 30, 35, 44, 5 years, then it's not worth anything, right? So today's sales outstanding is important in software. Days on the market, it's important on real estate. Um, a lot of product, Tony. A lot of product being sold. Consumers want things easier, and when it gets easier, it could be kind of trouble. Because so, the devil's in the detail. Like, you're showing me you got an ad from Cash Call on your computer offering you a loan $32,000, which is a, a serious loan amount of money. Well, this is a different one, and it is from that same company, but... Um it's yeah, 94% interest rate. This was a this was a from an investor who went to flip a property, got a private loan for the first loan, ran out of money and ended up going to cash call to get another $32,000 at at a very high interest rate. Um you quoted it at 94% and he still can't sell the property for the value that he he's going to be short. So yeah. he has to find a way to, you know, kind of 
clean this before he, you know, clear this off before he makes his, his payment, which is outrageous for, and it's interest only. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of products out there. There's a lot of, uh, I'd be careful about those private investing companies. We, you know, there's first time flippers, I think should, uh, get a mentor, try to do it with somebody else, partner up. You might not make as much, but you'll get to learn the ins and outs. Um, those fixer upper shows are kind of dangerous because what they don't tell you is that they, you know, Oh, we just wrote down this wall and we found a termite damage and we have to replace the whole floor. Well, you know, they did the research on that. They already budgeted that in. Um, they're just not telling you that. And, yeah. and they're still going to make a little bit of money and you be careful about that. I've watched the shows. I, you, you, you I watch them because I like to see what other people are doing um, as opposed to how they're doing it. Um, I think that's more important to learn. You know, real estate is, can be very personal um, and those shows take that out of it. And it's not always about the money. It's about making it work. So what's typical, not typical client, but what type of clients are you seeing right now? I bought a second home. I'm a wealthy to do guy. I had some money laying around. Um, I had income that could prove it pretty easily. It was pretty easy. <clears throat> but what are you seeing? Is it, is it a struggle for people or people coming in with two jobs, three jobs, four jobs? Uh, are they saying, you know what? I never wanted a condo, but I got to get a condo. Yeah. So uh, refinances, we've, we've definitely seen a lot uh, less people looking at lower rates, yet there are still people out there with higher rates that should be refinancing because there are, you know, reamortizing is one very popular way to lower your payment, but we're seeing a lot more purchases and, and it's usually dual incomes. Um, fortunately, the incomes that we are seeing are very strong. Uh, lenders are opening up to gaps in in employment. If you can even have a gap of one year, if you and you've been back to work for two months, as long as you're salaried, so and lenders are working with people, uh, and we're seeing a lot more people um, uh, that are actually changing careers that are able to go salaried in a new career and get it get loans. So we're seeing, but mostly couples, uh, people are coming up with a lot of down payment. We're seeing a few people looking at at jumbo 10% down products. Um, we're seeing a lot of people moving East into the Hills, into, um, you know, the 680 corridor. And a lot of people moving to Sacramento. We've done more transactions this year in Sacramento than we've done in the last, you know, five years. I want to say it's just, it's, it's booming. Sacramento's leading the, the state as far as population growth. Um, and that means how home prices will go up. So I'm not saying that's a great investment for you, um, but we certainly run the numbers. That's we do it all the time. That's what we do. What's pretty interesting is um, I think with real estate right now is people are seeing an influx of people to new cities. That's, mm-hmm. that's a really big story, but it's also, that's part of immigration in the United States. That's part of population. Uh, you know, the generation Z, the millennials uh, are having kids later, but they're starting to have kids and, uh, when you have kids, you want more space. So, well, it's, all, it's a conversation we 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 talk about all the time, and that is um, where where are people going and who are who's moving. Uh, we're seeing a lot more younger people say, you know, we we want to buy out of the area. Uh, we have a lot of people who are just tied to their property. They they need to stay in their property because this is the only place they're going to have a job that pays them well enough to manage that mortgage. And uh, a lot of people who, a lot of people believe that that philosophy, this what we call step one in building a real estate portfolio, is to turn your 
existing property into a rental. It's getting a little bit harder to do that now. Say you buy a property now and you put 20% down, it just it it's just harder to do. The numbers don't play out. That's what we're seeing more often, which means people are going to keep their houses longer. So we have people who are older who will stay in their property because they have Prop 13, and we have new people who are buying houses that have to stay in their property because they can't turn it into a rental. Tony's a good guy to talk to. You can hear his show or get his podcast on KDOW, AM 1220. The show's 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock on Thursdays, the Real Estate Report. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Tony's done many mortgages for me. Mortgages are a big financial tool. Doing them right. You can leave a lot of property in to your heirs uh, and such, doing them wrong. You can work till the day you die paying for that mistake. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up in Los Gatos. You can sign up for it at Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25. Tony Mendez does loans. You can find him at bayarealonesource.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.